So let me close on this. Where should I, how should I be patient while I'm waiting on God? What's the Bible definition of patience? What should I be doing? What is it that I do that God sees that I'm patient? First, James uses the example of, of the farmer. We ought to what? wait expectantly. Wait in hope. How many of you know that hope, amen, produces joy? Hope produces patience. Hope gets you fired up. Hope doesn't look at what happened in the past. Doesn't look at what's going on in your life. Hope looks ahead. A better day is coming. Something good will come my way. This is not the end of things. And so we've got to be what? Waiting in expectation. Look what he tells us. Verse 7, James 5. Read that with me. He says what? Be patient then, my friends, until the Lord comes. See how patient farmers as they wait for their land to produce precious crops. They wait patiently for the autumn and spring rains. What are they waiting for? They are waiting for what? Precious crops. They are not waiting for their farm to get burnt up. They are not waiting for animals to come and eat their crops. They are not waiting for worms. So they are waiting for what? A precious crop. They are waiting for what? The rains to come. <laughs> they, are patient, they, are what? they are waiting for something good to come out of their current situation. Even though it's not visible in the naked eye, they are waiting. So what should I be doing by waiting? Wait for a better day. Wait for a turnaround. Wait for your miracle. Wait for your breakthrough. Wait for your change to come. Glory to Almighty God. When somebody asks you what's happening, don't just confess defeat. Don't just talk about your problems. But end by saying that it will turn around. But God will make a way. But something good will come out of this. Glory to Almighty God. Wait expectantly. Expect that something good will happen to you that God is not finished with you. If God were finished with you, you would have breathed your, your, your last last night. You would not be sitting here listening to this message because if God is through with you, there's no good that will ever come out of your life from God. God will call you home. But you are alive because there are so blessings to be had. Breakthroughs to come your way. Wonders to come out of your life. And so what? Wait expectantly. Get ready. Now, how do we wait expectantly? Just like the farmer. What is the farmer doing while he's waiting? Or oh, the farmer is getting ready. He's cleaning out the barns. The farmer is packing up his stacks, all his containers that he's going to put the crops in. The farmer is out there lining up customers, letting them know that, hey, you know what, by the end of the year, my, my, my corn is going to come forth. How many, how many bags do you need? <laughs> lining up customers. <laughs> Taking pre-orders. <laughs> right? Where can I put all these crops that come in? Let me talk to Giant. Let me talk to all these grocery stores. Let me talk to all these, uh, all these producers. Let me talk to all these sellers. How many bags do you need? How many, how many, how many do you need? He's out there. He's waiting in expectation. But he's waiting in expectation by demonstrating preparation. We demonstrate our expectation by our preparation. I expected God to move today and so I was I was preparing I was preparing that God will bring a word to you and his word will burst into your heart and will bring a blessing to you so while we are waiting God says be in preparation preparation be in expectation of what he's about to do are you expecting what God will do in your life or you've allowed your, 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 your problems to change your view. 
Don't allow your problems to change the view of your life. Don't allow the problems to dictate who you are. You are a child of God. Chosen by God. You're no longer a slave to fear. Don't let fear of what hasn't happened or the miserable hard time that happened in your past choke your life out of what God is about to do in your life. Oh, look at what the psalmist David tells us. Psalm 130 verse 5. He says, "What well, I wait expectantly, trust him. Stop. You just, you just don't sit down and say, it is what it is. Whatever happens, happens. I don't know what tomorrow helps, so, but you wait expectantly, trust him. The word trust means that you have an inner assurance that something good will happen. You don't know how. You may not know when, but you are trusting that it's going to be good. It's going to be what? <laughs> I wait expectantly, trusting God to do what? Help. For he has what? Promise. You see what's happening? You're not just putting your hand in between your legs and says, oh, it's better, oh, it's better, oh, it's better, oh, it's better, oh, it's better. Cry if you have to, but it gets to some point. You tell your weary eyes that I'm going to stop crying because what? My laughter will come. My joy will come. My blessing will come. So how we wait, how we exercise patience is what? We, we exercise patience in what? Expectation of something good. Oh, my Lord. And God wants that to happen. God doesn't want us to live in sorrow all the time. It comes from the enemy. The enemy wants us to be sad, be discouraged, be disappointed, be mad, be afraid. That is the, that, that is the fruit of the evil spirit. When the devil comes in and puts a cold blanket on you, you got to shake off the blues, shake off the doubt, shake off the fear. Hello, 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 hello. You got to shake it off. Shake it off. That's not my portion. My past is not my present. My present is not my future. This, God is doing something. I'm always on the move. I'm always on the move. Glory to God. Something good is happening to me. My past is not my present. My present is never my future. Glory to God. I may have failed in the past, but I'm not a failure. Don't, don't wear that as a t-shirt. Don't wear your past, your pain, your sorrow, even your own mistakes, your own faults. Don't wear it. Don't wear it. Glory to God as your identity. That's not. That's not your past, your past, your past. Because affliction will not strike twice as a child of God. I wait expectantly, trusting God to help me. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Jesus waited for 30 years to begin his ministry. And so he had 30 years of preparation. But guess what? Three years after that, he accomplished more in three years than he did in 30 years. You accomplished more for the rest of your life than you have in the years that have gone past. Look at what Isaiah, Prophet Isaiah tells us. Isaiah 49, 23. <laughs> God is speaking. Hello. Somebody take this this week. And will you put that on your Facebook page? Put that. Amen. Uh, something on your WhatsApp page. Take this verse. Put it on your refrigerator door somewhere. God is speaking to you. You want to hear a voice of God? You want to hear a voice of God? This is the voice of God. Isaiah 49, 23. God is speaking. Read that with me. Read that with me. Amen. You will know that I am the Lord. 
and no one who waits for my help will be disappointed. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Somebody clap for Jesus. Somebody, somebody. Glory, your disappointment has given away. Your sadness has gone away. Glory to Almighty God. Who, no one who waits for me. No one who is patiently enduring. You will know that I'm the Lord and the God who comes through, the God who makes a way, the God who's worth the wait. He is worth the wait. Is the Lord speaking to somebody today? Glory, you say, Pastor Mike, my bank account is empty. It will not stay empty all the time. You will not be disappointed. God will not let you down. God will not let you down. Glory to Almighty God. His promises shall come to pass. Amen, 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 amen. So you got to wait in expectation. Also, how do I wait? You also wait quietly. <laughs> you wait quietly. Say that with me. You wait what? Now, life and, 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 and death are in the power of the tongue. You see, your words control your emotions. Your emotions drive your actions. So what you say can become a fulfilled prophecy in your life. You say, I'm afraid. If you keep saying, I'm afraid, it will get to your emotions. You will start feeling fear and you act on those fear by not doing something that you ought to be doing. Why? Because you said it. And so look at what James tells us. James 5.9. He says what? You're going through a hard time right now. He's talking to people who are being persecuted, lied on, butchered, being tortured. They put cold tar on God's people and they just light them up. I mean, being a Christian in James' time when he wrote this was suicide. So he's telling them verse 9. Do not complain against one another, my friends, so that God will not judge you. The judge is near ready to appear. He says, don't grumble. I know your marriage is not good. Your, your, your family situation is not the best. Your finances are really, really being under pressure. Your health is not good. But stop complaining. Hey, listen, it says it is hard to be quiet when you are frustrated. Because as humans, when we are frustrated, we want everybody to know it. We pick up the phone. We tell our friends. We tell our parents. We tell our loved ones. Everybody know. We want to grumble. We want to mumble. We want to moan. We want to complain. But James is saying, don't do that. Don't do that. Life is in the power of the tongue. God is in control. That's not the end of the matter. You are causing the Holy Spirit spread to walk over time, filling your heart with hope, with joy, with peace, with faith, with patience, with endurance. And so stop, stop complaining. Don't glorify the devil. Don't find the flame of what the enemy is doing in your life. Quit complaining about your difficult situation. Glory to God. You ought to wait quietly. Wait quietly. If you must complain, complain to who? God. Because the people you are telling can help you in the first place. You are making yourself more miserable. And you are allowing the enemy to tell you how horrible your life is. How sad and miserable you are. How people are getting ahead and you're not getting ahead. It is blurring your vision. Blurring your faith. Confusing your life. And God is saying don't. To wait on the Lord. Wait in expectation. And wait quietly. Wait quietly. This portion of scripture in the New English Bible says, don't blame your troubles on other people. 
It's my husband. It's my wife. It's my kids. It's the economy. It's my job. It's my job. And sometimes we think that when we blame people, we'll feel better about it. But you, you don't feel better about it. You have just elevated the people as your God. You have put them over your head that they have control to mess up your life. You have now made yourself small and made them bigger. How are you supposed to feel better when you're blaming people for hurting you? They didn't hurt you, but they don't deserve for you to be thinking about them and talking about them. You leave them to God and you move on. They are not in control of your life. Don't put them in charge of your life. Don't complain against one another. <laughs> you, 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 you're not waiting on God when you are rehearsing the hurt. Your healing doesn't come when you are talking about your pain. After a while, that's it. I don't talk about my financial situation anymore. I am waiting on my victory. I don't talk about my sickness anymore. I am counting on God for my healing. Glory to God. Oh, faith is the evidence of things not seen, the assurance of things hoped for. And you wait quietly upon the Lord. Oh, look at what uh, Prophet Jeremiah, who lived at a season, a time in a life where God's people were decimated. The strong man and the boys were all taken to Babylon as slaves. The temple of the Lord was burnt, was fire, fire all the way in Israel. They had come and looted them. They, 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 they come and looted. There was a war that went on, looted. Oh, it, 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 it was a desolate. Wild animals was roaming down the streets of Israel. Here's what God inspired the weeping prophet, Jeremiah, to tell his people. It is good to wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. Tell them to stop wailing. Tell them to stop talking about their problems. Tell them to start rehearsing everything that I've lost. Tell them to stop talking about all the evil that's done for them. And let them wait quietly for their deliverance. Wait quietly for their breakthrough. Set their eyes on a better day coming. Set their eyes when they would live in the land that I gave to them. Their children will come back from Babylon, from captivity. Yes, 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 yes. There will still be hustle and bustle and children running the streets of Jerusalem. There will still be the temple where the voice and the prayer of God will still be ringing. Tell them to wait for the salvation of the Lord. Glory to Almighty God. You exercise patience by waiting quietly. Somebody asks you, oh, how is the situation? How is your job? How is your health? How is your husband? How is that marriage? They are itching to find out how terrible things are. You say it is what? Well. It is what? Tell somebody. It is what? It is what? How are your kids? Oh, how are your kids? I heard that they are stubborn kids. How are your kids? It is what? <laughs> Yo! It is what? Oh. Now, you talk to people who can pray with you about what the situation is, but people who are gossipers, who are looking, oh, me too, oh, me too, oh, me too. The man that I live with, oh, he's this, he's this, he's a drunkard, he's a miser, the woman is this, the children are this, oh. When they come to you, you shut it down. You say, it is what? You shut, shut down the gossip. Shut it down. Because you are waiting on God quietly. <laughs> is this good wisdom? <laughs> Why is that? Why should you wait quietly before the Lord? Let me tell you how God operates. If, because God is waiting for... Things, it's not that God's hand is short to save. It's not that God... It's a miser. He doesn't want to bless you right away. Because some people right now, if God gave you everything you wanted right now, it will be a curse and not a blessing to you. The ground is not ready. 
right? And God will give it to you as needed. That's why your doctor doesn't write medication for you and tell you to just take the whole bottle pill one day. Your disease will get worse. You're going to die, right? Slow release. Take it for one week. <laughs> Some of you are nurses. You know what I'm talking about. He said, I'm not feeling better. We told you to take the medication for 30 days. Are you still taking it? It's only day six. Keep taking the medication. Because if you took all right now, your heart will stop. You're going to get a reaction. Things are not going to go well. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, I'm not preaching the summer right now. Here's what God says. The reason you should amen, be, be patient with expectation and wait quietly is this. This is how God operates. Habakkuk 2.3. God has something big coming your way. Big coming your way. But understand heavenly wisdom. Read with me. It says, these things I plan won't happen right away. Hello. You say, oh, really? I want it to happen. I want to be a millionaire right now. But Emmanuel is, I want to be a millionaire right now. God is saying, these things that I promised, it won't happen right away. But how is it going to happen? Hear heaven's words. Slowly, steadily, surely. One more time. Slowly, steadily, surely. The time approaches when the vision will be fulfilled. If it seems slow, do not despair, for these things will surely come to pass. Just be patient. They will not be overdue a single day. There is a right time for everything. And when that right time bears forth, you're going to say it is good in God's sight. But it's going to happen slowly, steadily, and surely. Slowly, God says, it shall come to pass. And so be in the place of expectation. And when it happens, God will oh my Lord, connect all the dots. Not only are you going to be blessed by God, but you're going to be blessed by God in peace and tranquility. You're going to be in a place of your life where you can enjoy the blessing of God. You're going to be in a station of your life where, amen, the dots are connected. He says the blessing of the Lord makes rich and he has no trouble toward. He says that's why you've got to wait quietly and you've got to wait in great expectation. Let me give you one more time. How should I wait? How can I demonstrate, oh, patience in the Lord? Amen. The third is this. I should wait confidently. Wait in expectation, wait quietly, wait confidently. And the Bible tells us that Job nevertheless lost his confidence in all these things. Even when his outlook was bad, he looked up. And look at what James tells us. He gives us some insights about Papa Job. James 5.11, it says, You have heard of Job's patience, and you know how the Lord provided for him in the end. For the Lord is full of mercy and compassion. It says the guy was hurting, but he was patient. Another word for patience means confidence. He said, I know my Redeemer lives, and I'll see him face to face. He said, naked I came, naked I shall depart. To God be the glory. <laughs> he says, even though God is killing me, even though he's allowing these things to happen to me, my children have been murdered. My business is all gone, even though God has allowed, he is killing me, but I, yet I will still trust him. You wait confidently. You wait confidently. Look at what the prophet Micah, who prophesied at a difficult time in the life of God's people, tells us. Oh, this message is for somebody. Maybe 
Oh, the news that is happening in our environment, the stock market and the finances and the job and everything that's going on with COVID still coming around. Maybe you, you just came out of COVID or you know somebody who's got COVID or, or your loved one is going through difficult times and job, finances, marriage, relationships are not going so well either for you or for your loved ones. But understand this, wait on the Lord. And Micah prophesying, uh, the word of God tells us, in Micah 7, 7, it says, as for me, I look to the Lord for help. I I wait confidently for God to save me, and my God will certainly hear me. That's how you wait in confidence. My back is hurting. My finances are not where it is. I'm not married. Things are not going well on the job side. But as for me, I'm looking to the Lord. As for me, I'm looking to Him for help. As for me, I'm waiting confidently for the Lord for my salvation, my deliverance. And this is what I know. My God, my God, my God. Glory, 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 glory. Will suddenly come through. He won't fail me. He won't let me down. He will not turn. Glory to God. His back on me. For he's an on-time God. He's the same yesterday, today, forever. His promises are yeah, amen. Glory to Almighty God. Glory to Almighty God. When should we have extra dose of patience? We ought to have extra dose of patience. When situations are uncontrollable, when people are unchanging, and when problems are something we can't explain, why should we be patient? God is in control. He will reward my patience. And he's working things out for my good. How do I demonstrate patience? I demonstrate patience by waiting in expectation. Waiting confidently and waiting quietly. Quietly. Let the enemy wonder, how is it going? How is it going? Let him send the demons to come and spy. And what, listen, whether you are whining or, or, or playing, but you are out there whistling. Let your family members who know that things are not right in your life. Amen. Let them see you smiling. Get out of your house and take a walk. Glory to God. Oh, mine, oh, mine, oh, mine, oh, mine, oh, mine, oh, mine. Oh, let me close on this note. Look at some. I, I mean, has, has the Lord blessed you today? He says, in all this, in all this, this is the last word. Psalm 37, verse 7. Be still in the presence of the Lord. <laughs> and do what? Wait patiently for him to do what? To act. God is a God of action. He's a God of action. <laughs> He's, oh my Lord. You wait, 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 wait. God will show you something. He says, I will show the world the difference between those who love me and those who do not. He will lift you up from ashes to beauty, from pain to blessing, from difficulty to breakthrough, from sorrow to laughter. Wait for him to act. Somebody rise where you are and give God the praise for I thank you. I thank you for my blessing, Lord. I thank you for your word today. I thank you that you never fail. I thank you that you will come through for me. And somebody thank God. Thank God. Don't confess your pain. Don't even tell God what you're going through right now. Thank him for his blessing. Thank him for your healing. Thank him for your breakthrough. Thank him for new doors. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Father, I thank you that you are working. I thank you that something good is coming out of this. I thank you that, oh my Lord, a new day is done right now. Glory to Almighty God. Oh, your word that is like fire that never returns empty right now. Let it breath fresh in the life of your people. Ignite patience, endurance, the attitude of waiting on you, hoping with expectation, waiting 
in confidence. Ignite the attitude in the hearts of your people, Lord God Almighty. Waiting quietly, Lord God Almighty. Oh, for you to act, Jesus. You say you do slowly, steadily, surely. Birth afresh, something new in your life, Lord God. Pipe them, God, my Lord, into a heavenly breakthrough. Something new, something unbelievable, something exciting, something amazing. Let it happen for your people, Lord God. As they are visited with you, oh, Lord God Almighty, shake loose, shake loose. Every doubt, every fear, every sadness, every worry, shake loose every discouragement, every disappointment in your hearts, in your minds. Be a lift up head. Let hope arise in hearts and minds right now in the name of Jesus. Oh, our God. Give your people, Lord God, the stamina to wait on you to act. And for get in motion in the name of Jesus. Oh, Lord God Almighty. You say whatever we bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever we lose, oh, in the name of Jesus, we bind every hardship going on in the life of anybody. We bind every difficulty, bind every evil work, bind, Lord God Almighty, everything that is not of you in the life of your people gathered here right now. Anyone listening to me, oh God, my Lord, everything that is not of God, we bind in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we release the blessing of God. We release the breakthrough of God. We release the mighty power of God to go to walk in your people, Lord God. Oh, take them to greater heights, Lord God. Bless your people, mighty God. And fill their heart with patient endurance. That no matter what, no matter what, your people don't give up, don't give in. <laughs> don't retreat to your people, Lord God Almighty. Give them the spirit of boldness, the spirit of courage, the spirit of endurance, Lord God Almighty. Give them stamina to run and not be weary. Cause them to soar, run, run faster than your legs. Okay? In this season of your life, Lord God Almighty, enable them, equip them, ready them, God, my Lord, Jesus, to hitch, hitch on chariots of the Holy Spirit and oh, take them places they've never been. In the name of Jesus, call them, oh God, my Lord, before influential people. In Jesus' name, oh God, my Lord. We bless your people, mighty God. Pray with me. God, thank you for your word. Today, I look to you for help. I'm counting on you for my deliverance. Thank you that even when nothing is happening, I know that you are working all things for my good. So I receive the very best from you lord bless me lord my, my my health bless my finances bless my family bless my emotions bless my job bless my family bless my generation now until i see you face to face bless me really good in jesus name amen if you've not received Christ as your Savior, what a great opportunity right now, right now, as you've heard the promises of God, the blessing of God, the power of God manifested in his word for you to come to him. He says he loved us so much that he gave Jesus that whosoever believes in him will have eternal life. Eternal life is the very life of God down in your soul. Open your heart to Jesus right now. Pray this very simple prayer. I prayed this prayer over 40 years ago and many prayed this prayer. And here at Favorite Life Church, every time we gather, oh, we take that opportunity to recommit our life to Christ. And so why don't you do that, wherever you are, maybe for the first time or a recommitment to Christ, that he is your Lord and Savior. Pray this prayer. Jesus, I confess that you are the Savior of my life. Thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. Today, I give you my life. Take it. Use it for your glory and for my good. Oh, Lord. 
Help me love you more, to trust you more, and to obey you in all my ways, so that you'll be glorified in me. From now until my time here is over, use me to accomplish your purpose. And on the day that I close my eyes to this world, Jesus, I want to be with you in heaven. So take me in heaven where you are, so I'll be with you forever. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen.